What up guys, I'm back for week two of the recaps of Insecure and Ballers. So let's hop right into it. Alright, so we're going to start with Insecure. This is, like I said, season two, episode two. It's called Hella Questions because they all got hella questions going on. But let's start from the top. Okay, so Issa and Molly, um, they're trying to figure out. They are sitting on, you know, Issa's at, I mean, Molly's at Issa's house. And they're trying to figure out when Issa and Lawrence had sex, whether it was a good fuck or what was a bad fuck because you know he hasn't really been responding to her texts and such and you know so they're a little confused um meanwhile lawrence is you know working out trying to get his shit together and also he looks at his phone and he's trying to pull the words together for a text that he's trying to send to Issa. but you know somehow he just can't find the right words me personally i just think maybe they just need to talk in person because that texting back and forth stuff you know it can get really misconstrued um, like it is now basically she's thinking that he's not responding because he doesn't care meanwhile he's over there not responding because he can't formulate the right words you know what i'm saying he's sitting there trying to formulate the words he's typing some stuff ah that don't sound right so you delete it you type this whole paragraph it don't you know it just doesn't fit so you delete it so you're just sitting there wasting time trying to figure out what to say instead of just calling them and just trying to figure it out um you know because i've been there done that i've been in that situation before and it's not a good look so we fast forward later on in the day molly's at her therapist and you know she just got questions that, that need to be answered you know so she's at her therapist she's talking to a therapist getting you know her feelings and emotions together and i also want to say that i'm proud of her for going to therapy and for seeking therapy and for seeking help and i'm glad that they put this actually on the show because it may be a spark for a lot of other people to say hey if molly can go see a therapist maybe i can go see a therapist too and not just pray about all my problems and you know because in the black community therapy is not really big so maybe this will help spark a conversation at least so we fast forward to later on to in the night the girls they go to amanda diva i forget her character's name but i don't really like her character so i don't really try to remember her name but they go to an event that she's having for one of her clients at the california african-american museum which is actually looks like a pretty cool dope spot they talk about you know possibly going out soon and going to a bar or something and Issa's like nah you know I, i'm good i don't want to go to a bar it's too loud and da, da, da. And they're like but you single you should go out have fun and she's like well i talked to lawrence lying of course and molly knows she's lying but the other two girls don't know but she's like yeah i talked to lawrence and we kind of basically basically she made them feel like they're getting back together and that you know they worked it out and things like that and this is when amanda's character drops that her and her husband was going through some things because she was like he was living in a hotel for half of last year and they had problems with this and that but she never was specific and so when they was like huh wait a minute hold on what happened now and she tried to flip the subject and she flipped it on them real quick and she changed the subject and moved on but um they'll probably dive into that later on in the season i'm thinking they'll probably dive into that issue whatever issue that they were having or are having she probably dive into that later on in this season this is when Issa finds out about tasha because one of her girlfriends was like oh y'all back together so he not seeing that other girl no more and she's like what the girl you know the girl that he saw when y'all when he was with when y'all broke up and she was like oh shit you didn't know and she was like well obviously she didn't know you know what i'm saying but she tried to act like you know oh they're over it's it that was nothing it's not a big thing and and she does what she does best she goes in the bathroom 
and raps to herself in front of the mirror to try to pick herself back up. I love when she does that. It's so funny and it's so cool. Um, so the next day, I guess she's going to confront Lawrence about Tasha, you know, and, and kind of like why he's not texting her back, kind of see where they are. So she goes over to see Lawrence at his friend's spot where he was staying. But of course, he's not there because he's actually over at Tasha's house. So they cut over to them. And while Tasha and Lawrence are talking, this dummy, <laughs> I, get, I mean, I get why he did it, but it's just so dumb that he did it. Um, Tasha's like, oh, yes, you know, she's just going on talking or whatever, you know, just con you know, conversing or whatever, a little small talk. She was like, yeah, my family's having a cookout this weekend, blah, blah, blah. I was going to see if you wanted to come. And he was like, I slept with my ex. What? Damn it, Lawrence, man. Come on, get it together, bruh. So Tasha has this look on her face like, oh, her heart was like broken. Like as if her puppy just got killed or something. Like her heart was broken. And I'm like, damn, bro, you was finally getting together. You was about to move out to your place. You and Tasha seemed like y'all was in a good space. What the, why would you do that? Anyway, but then Tasha had this look on her face. She looked like the type where she don't take this type of shit well. You know what I'm saying? Like, she looked like the type where she would be like, I'm going to slash your tires. I'm going to fuck your shit up. Or I'm going to do some crazy shit to you. You know what I'm saying? She just looks like, I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but she just looked like that type to do that. But, you know, she just said, you know, I think it's time for you to leave. And he leaves. And, you know, she's heartbroken. He's upset. He, he looks like a fool because he actually told her he leaves to go meet his homeboy at one of the apartments that he's thinking about renting. And so, you know, he leaves or whatever. And we come back to Molly. And Molly's trying to work her way up, you know, by being, you know, one of the boys and joining the boys club. Which, I personally, I don't think it was a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, I, I just think it's, it's not going to work. But, I mean, whatever. You do what you got to do. Um, you know, they were talking about they were going to a hockey game. So, she kind of finagled her way into getting to go to this hockey game or whatever. So, she goes there. And she don't know nothing about hockey. But, I mean, in all fairness, who really knows anything about hockey? I don't even think hockey players know all the rules of hockey. You know, there's so many rules and so much this and so much that. It's just it's crazy. But... She does know how to converse and how to talk to people. So even though she doesn't know anything about the game, she knows how to talk to people. She knows how to get things done. So that's what she does. She does what she does best. She talks. She ends up getting next to the boss. He's kind of telling her about the game. And, you know, they kind of work up a little rep, what, repertoire or whatever. So now, let's go back to Issa. Issa's at home uh, basically stalking Tasha. She all up on her Instagram looking at her page and all the craziness and also yo i don't mean no harm but the principal i'm just kind of cutting back to something else but the principal at that school that isa and frida work at is like low-key racist like well you know what not even low-key it's like just full-on racist towards latinos like he was talking about like building a wall he told one of the kids when he was walking by he was like i guess today let's say julio julio you need to speak English. Why you at school? Say that Spanish for the butts. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> but it was kind of racist. Like, what the fuck? But anyway. So, Issa, that night, Issa's stalking her. She's stalking her Instagram page. She finds out about her Facebook page. All kinds of craziness. It's just a mess. She's just in a bad, sp in a bad space. Uh, so, she ends up going to bed. The next day, um, it, comes to, it comes back, starts the next day with Molly. Um, she goes to work. 
and it seemed like her plan didn't work because her boss is still ignoring her <laughs> and so all that smoozing and all that stuff and all that talk at the game really didn't have an effect because her boss seems to be ignoring her but maybe she made a little headway we'll hope that she made a at least a little bit of headway um i don't think she did but maybe she did in the meantime in between time lawrence is still in that damn air mattress bruh still in that fucking air mattress while Issa is still stalking Tasha and like I said before you know she found out about her Instagram page now she's found her Facebook page I think it was her Facebook page or either her LinkedIn page one of the two and she found it and she found out that Lawrence and Tasha met because Tasha worked at the bank that Lawrence uses so what did she do not the not the sensible thing close the website just move on don't worry about it. no she doesn't do that what she does is <laughs> she goes to the bank why does she go to the bank she goes to the bank where tasha works and then she has one of these dreams where she walks up and tasha's like hi how can i help she's like i need to make a deposit and she punches tasha in the face <laughs> which of course is a dream sequence she really didn't do it because you know he's saying about that life um and actually what she did was she actually was sitting in the car and she actually hid when uh lisa when lisa when tasha came out she actually hid she, tasha would whoop her ass if she tried to do that shit in real life but uh molly and lawrence um have an exchange kind of an awkward exchange because they run into each other at some park or some not park but like a executive park type thing with like you know a bunch of office buildings or whatever and so she kind of pleads her she's like oh hey how are you blah blah, blah. And she kind of pleads her case for Issa. And it's like, hey, you know, Issa's a good person. You know, she cheated, but she's not a cheater. Once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't care. And plus, like I said last week, she, it wasn't like her and Daniel just cheated that one time. And she, you know, well, they did have sex just that one time. But it wasn't like, oh, they ran into each other. They had sex that one time. Oh, I'm so sorry. She strategically stalked Daniel. She made sure she was where he was at. When he tried to act, when she actually tried to smash the before, if you go back to season one, she actually tried to smash before, but he was like, nah, I'm good. Uh, we, we cool. We not at that point. So then she tried, she the one that, you know, made sure she was at where he was at, made sure she was calling him and texting him. She changed her Facebook status to single. She's the one that did all this stuff. And actually went after Daniel. So yeah, she's a cheater. She's always going to be a cheater. But anyway, you know, the whole time she's doing this, you know. And so, meanwhile, while, Ta while, Mo while Molly, while Issa's stalking Tasha, Molly's over there trying to plead her case with Lawrence. So Molly calls Tasha. Molly calls Issa, excuse me, and is like, yo... I just saw Lawrence, you know, it took me forever, it took me like three passes around this damn park to actually accidentally run into him, so meaning, come to find out, they set this whole thing up, she was like, I talked to Lawrence, he's over it, he's moving on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to tell you, but you know, he's moving on, and he's done with you, so she's all heartbroken, she, you know, sinks back in her chair, she's all heartbroken now, because she knows it's over, for now like I said I feel like they're gonna be together by the end of the season because they have that history so I feel like they're gonna just be together but right now it doesn't look like that um and you know what 
honestly, I feel bad for Tasha. Because I feel like she just caught in the middle of Lawrence and Issa bullshit. She's kind of like the rebound chick. But he's not treating her like the rebound chick. He's treating her like she, like they could be in a relationship. So I feel bad for her because I feel like she's the real victim here. Because she's now gotten her feelings involved. And, you know, she's thinking that everything is good and they're going to be, and they could possibly be together when the whole time he's probably still thinking about being with Issa. Even though he says he's over Issa and he's moving on, I feel like they're going to be back together. Um, basically, so the episode ends with Issa about to enter. Once Now she's found out that Lawrence is moving on and he don't want to be with her no more. She's about to enter her whole face. <laughs> and when I say whole face, I mean whole phase like she about to fuck she about to start fucking all these random ass niggas because she texts some dude on tinder and asks him if he trying to fuck no he said no 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 please don't do it you don't have to go through this whole phase like i know you broke up with lawrence and i know he's mo- he supposedly moved on and and you hurt and you're upset but by fucking these random dudes it's not gonna make it better and yes i do think that you should pay for what you did to Lawrence. I'm Team Lawrence. I'm part of the Lawrence Hive. I feel like Issa, honestly, I feel like Issa's character is a good person. She is. I feel like she's a good person. But she fucked up. And you have to reap what you sow. I'm a good person. I fucked up before. And I had to reap what I sowed. Now, I didn't cheat. But I messed up before in relationships. And I had to reap what I sowed. I hurt somebody. I had to reap. I had to, you know, pay for the repercussions of that. Now I feel like she has to do the same thing. She hurt somebody, so she has to pay. Now, does she have to pay for the rest of her life? No. Does she have to pay even for the rest of the season? No. But she has to feel some pain at some point. That's how insecure ends. Basically, she finds out that Lawrence is like, "Yo, I'm moving on." I'm, uh, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be with Issa no more. So Issa's like, well, I'm going to be a hoe. Which is, I don't think she should do it. But, you know, we'll see what comes of this. See if she actually goes through and actually does it. Alright, so let's move on to Ballers. This is Season 3, Episode 2. The name of this episode is called Bull Rush. B-U-L-L-R-U-S-H. Bull Rush. <laughs> so... This um, episode opens with Spencer and Ricky meeting at Wayne Hastings um, Casino for, quote-unquote, a business trip. Um, basically, Ricky's there to gamble and, you know, make some money gambling while Spencer's there to try to push this NFL team to Las Vegas. Um, Joe is back in Cali having a damn aneurysm. Trying to handle everything with you know with Spencer's stuff, his new clients and everything, and he gets a call from the Dallas GM regarding Vernon's new T-shirts that he's endorsing. Um, and like I said, remember on the last episode, I said that it's gonna be a problem that T-shirt line because it's from a cannabis line. Because you know over there, weed is legal. They have those you know dispensaries and shit, whatever. He's sponsoring one of them, and I was like, yeah, that's gonna be a problem with the NFL and his image or whatever. Ding, 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 hit it on the head. You know, they're having a problem with it, you know, because they feel like it's showing that, you know, it's all about getting high. And that's not a good look for the NFL for you to be pretty much promoting a banned substance, pretty much. So, of course, you know, 
Oh God, it's so stupid. So um, you know, Vernon let his little ding dong friend Reggie talk him into investing in. I mean, not investing, talk him into uh, promoting this company. And I'm like, you idiot, dog. Like, it's just dumb. That's just dumb on his part. He should have thought about it. Even though he said he didn't want to do it, he did it anyway, without even thinking about his image. So you know, Joe is trying to figure out a way to make this right, basically. Um. So while Vegas, so while so let's go back to Vegas. Spencer's running runs into his old flame Chloe. Um, you know Ricky's out gambling all his money, which is crazy because you know Ricky is really frugal when it comes to his money and savings and things like that. So it's kind of strange that he would be out here trying to spend that, trying to waste his money gambling. That's just it doesn't seem like a sure bet. But you know that's what he's doing. Um. In the meantime, Charles is back trying to go over the footage of that disastrous press conference in hopes of, you know, moving on and being better next time. Um, Spencer's in his meeting with the mayor trying to convince her, you know, and the taxpayers to bring this NFL team to the city. She's like, yo, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great thing, but you don't have to convince me. You got to convince the taxpayers. And by that, I mean, you got to convince Councilman Sawyer. Councilman Bob Sawyer He's the one that you need to convince He's the one that you know Has the most sway And the most pull in the council He's the one you need to talk to So they set up So the mayor sets up a meeting For him and uh, Councilman Sawyer Later on that night Now There's this new kid New storyline in there From this guy He's a running back named Kassan Something Um He's one of Joe, he's one of the clients with Joe and Spencer, and he needs a new agent. So, I mean, not Joe, I'm sorry, he's one of, um, he's one of, he needs a new, Spence, he needs a new sponsor, basically, he needs a new agent. Um, so, he meets with Joe. Now, Joe's the agent guy, he's a great guy. He meets with Joe, and they set up a meeting or whatever, he's a no-show, and while Joe was waiting, what happens? He gets robbed. <laughs> The whole time he gets robbed um it's pretty messed up um he gets robbed for like 500 dollars. dude try to take his phone or whatever so so the whole time he thinks that that kassan know the kassan set this up but kassan didn't know anything about it but when he's like he's so he meets with kassan later on and kassan's like well who's the who did it he was like i didn't look him in the eye I just know he had a green cutlass boom they actually they know who did it they meet up with dude He gives him his money back And everything And it's all good Supposedly Or whatever Um So Reggie And Vernon Um They meet up And they're like Yo We gotta find you some endorsements Because this weed thing Is not working It's not a good look This weed This whole endorsement thing With the weed Is not a good look So Charles Goes back to his old Cause you know Carl, Charles used to be a car salesman So he goes back to them Talks to them And they kind of work out a deal To where he can promote Their um, Car dealership For $250,000 cash In a car And you know So that way he can get out the contract With the Weed people But you know Reggie and Vernon ain't going for it Cause they stupid Oh uh, basically So now Spencer meets up with Chloe Later on at night And they have some drinks And small talk a little boring So of course You know it starts to get boring So they cut to them having sex Bam Really quick Like okay Sex sales Anyway So You know He was like I gotta go Cause I gotta meet this councilman Da 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 So he meets up with the councilman 
You know, he's at dinner schmoozing and Cal Smith talking about how he's going, how this new NFL team is going to bring jobs, it's going to bring opportunity. And the counselor's like, you're not even a, a Vegas resident. You don't even know nothing about Vegas. So what are you talking about? So he's like, all right, I don't know nothing about it. Okay, cool. So he hits up Chloe. She gets her girls. I guess I'm assuming she runs some type of escort service or something like that because she gets her girls. She brings them. They go down to, like, this monster truck rally. Um, you know, he has his girls all around him there flirting with the councilman, getting on his good side or whatever. So to go even further, uh, Spencer decides, you know what? I'm going to go down and I'm going to drive the biggest truck that's available, which is stupid. But I'm going to do it. So he goes down there. He gets the biggest, baddest truck there. And, of course, what does he do? He crashes. <laughs> but he comes out unharmed at the end. Um... And the councilman's happy, everybody's happy that he's alive and it shows gumption or whatever. Ending this week's episode. <laughs> so that's how this episode ended. Um, yeah. So that's my recap of Ballers and Insecure. Um, if you liked it, thank you. Please follow me. Um, continue listening. I'm getting better. I haven't done this in years. Um, but I'm getting back into the recap business. Um, you can go to my site, mysincerethought.com, where you can get a rundown of everything that I'm doing and um, my whole list of this will all be in written form there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at mysincerethoughts. Um, if you like it, subscribe. I'm on Google. I'm on Google Play. I'm on iTunes as well as Stitcher. Uh, just search Sincere Chats. Um, thanks for listening and have a great day.